Hail and well met, listeners. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nick, broadcasting live from the Underdark. We've brought several brave souls down here under completely normal circumstances to compete for the right to see the sun again. <laughs> Ugh, get that mic out of my face. I'm fighting a mushroom right now. I'm Declan fucking Quinn. To be honest, we don't know how many are going to make it. So a tune right in every other week for Mirth, Sin, and Fire Season 1 against the Underdark. In our last episode, our heroes, bemoaning their general lack of investigative skills, moved to talk to the leadership of the Svervnethlim within Mantle Dareth, hoping for insights into the growing conflict. Of course, this meant dealing with the Duragar, who were even then attempting to smash down the stone doors to the Svervnethlim enclave. With Brittany weaving her magic as only Brittany can, the group gains entrance to the Svervnethlim enclave in the hopes of finding a path to peace. Once again, Zilch, now no longer tied to Declan, is forced to wait outside the Enclave for the rest of the group. Within the Spur of Nephilim Enclave, the group talks with Gapple Dripskillet, the inexperienced leader of the Deep Gnomes contingent. She explains that the merchant at the center of the conflict, Yentha, had taken to the practice of lying, constantly, even about inconsequential matters. She is at a loss for how to handle the current situation, a recipe for disaster. She offers the group a reward of the source of the conflict, the black stone stolen from a Duragar merchant, can be found and properly returned. Agreeing, the group exits the Enclave. The Duragar give them one hour to find and return the black gemstone, or the Spur of Nephilim will be brutally eradicated. Three Enclaves visited, one to go. If our heroes are to have any chance of solving this situation, they will need to speak to the merchant Yentha Currently a prisoner of the Duragar. The Duragar have a perfect excuse to break the truce now, but they still have the perpetrator. This seems like they're going a little bit far even for them. We need to see if we can see the merchant. Well, shall we go to the Duragar part of camp? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've done the other three. We might as well finish the run. Yeah. Sightsee everywhere. Where is Respin, by the way? Reese has been following you at a distance, muttering. Honestly, she doesn't. She just seems paranoid to the point of like not anybody. If you guys go near other people, she stays even further away from you. Paranoid, eh? Hey, Reese. Can you hear me all the way over there? Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. By any chance, did you see a gargoyle flying somewhere other than near where the drow settlement is? I haven't seen a gargoyle about, no. Hmm. Are you saying that there are gargoyles hunting us now? No. No. There's we're... just a bunch sitting over there, and then there's one that's oh a thief. Oh my gosh, gargoyle! <laughs> if anyone would have noticed a gargoyle flying around after we got here, it would have been her. By the seven acts of celestial perversion, Declan. Ah. There's seven? Yeah. There are seven of them. There are six currently parked at the Drow Embassy, and one that has gone missing. Always referred, referred to the acts of celestial perversion. Oh. Well, seven that we talk about. They're more like categories. Um... Yeah. 
as close as we can on our way to the Durgar swing past and do a recount of the gargoyles. Yeah, from a distance, it appears that there are still six perk on the ledges around the drow enclave. Okay. How do you even find a missing gargoyle? How do you even start to track that? There are tracking spells. None of which I, I have access to. Nor do I. Declan, you been holding that on us? Do I look magic to you? No, but you don't look like much of anything else to me either, so I assume that you're hiding your true potential somewhere. He has to be, otherwise it's just sad. We love you, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ye of little thing. You know, you're starting to sound like my family. Oh god, we need to stop that immediately. It's just because we've gotten to know you. I'm sorry, Brittany's savage. Straight savage. Okay, so to the Durgar, see if we can get in to talk to their prisoner. All right. The Dwergar Enclave, you have to weave your way through a nice, another fungi thicket. As you approach the double doors, you see that they're actually guarded by Dwergath, the leader of the group who was escorting you before. And he's like, well, finally you roll up here. You've been we were saving the getting best about... Part. Seeing the sights, getting involved in fights that aren't yours. What are you talking about? I, I, I show him the badge that was given to me by the captain. People have been involving us in their fights for as long as we have been down here. I see no reason to stop right now. What business do you have with the Dwergar? We're a bit busy at the moment. We're friends. With, with ones for Nephilim Merchant? Oh, you're talking about the one that they brought in, the mage? Yeah. What about her? We could really use a quick talk with her, if you- We're already interrogating her. We'll get what we need. I don't think you will, because I don't think she actually knows. But there's only one way I'm going to be able to tell for sure. I have ways of making people talk. Did it to him, I'll point to Zilch. And he just, I don't know what came over me. I just was compelled to speak the truth, even though it was- detriment of my own character very true he said some a lot of embarrassing things he just couldn't help himself I'm just gonna pat him on the shoulder wish i'd been there for that drow being embarrassed it was kind of epic all right well if you have methods that might work i'll let you in they're in the captain's shed all right it's immediately on your left you'll know it by the screams thank, thank you. you and we'll go in Mm -hmm. Go to the place, the cabin of the captain. So this warehouse has only a 40-foot high ceiling filled with more than a score of merchants and some giant spiders that they usually ride around wagons. As soon as you come in, there is a 20-foot high stone building in the north corner from which you do hear some yelling. We'll go there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you open the door, you're confronted by the sight of, well, there's a bunch of goods that have been shoved to the side, a lot of metal work, armor and whatnot. And dangling from the ceiling by a rope is a Smurf Neblin clothed in a gem-encrusted dress. She is being dangled over the mouth of a hungry Zorn. For those is, of us who don't know what Zorn are... It's a big, ugly, short, rock-eating monster that has a big mouth on the top of its head and three arms. Ah. 
positioned around its mouth so that it just drags in stuff and eats it. It's a burrowing creature. But because she's dressed in those wonderful, shiny, beautiful-looking rocks that it can smell, it is slavering over her. And the two Dwergar are just shouting questions up at her. Hello! The two of them, the two Dwergar. What are you doing here? Duragath sent us. We are very, very proficient interrogators. We've been dangling this gnome over the Zorn. Great, you guys can be good cop, we'll be bad cop. Uh, I will smile and use a little presto to put some fire around the end of my finger. We have methods. Mm, the Zorn wasn't working anyway. I'm guessing everything she's told you so far has been a lie. Well, she keeps telling us a story how the drow charmed and took the gem. Yeah. Yeah, that's... So one of them has, like, gets just close enough to the Zorn to clip on a chain and begins dragging it towards a cage in the corner. Mm. What? And they lower her to the ground, still tied up, stand her up. You know, oh, I'd love to hear this story about the drow and all that. Why don't you tell it to me? Please start she from the beginning. She turns to you. I would like nothing better than somebody to finally listen to my story. Jesus. Yes, I appraised the gem, but, you know, I was keeping it in my possession, taking, uh, taking my time, examining it, making sure that it was something worthwhile. And, you know, I don't know what happened. One moment it was there, the next it was gone. I swear it must have been, it must have been magic away. Well, those drow are tricky folk, you know. They always looking to get an upper hand on us. I'm sure they just charmed me and made me hand over that gem easy as you please. Oh, but you would know you would you were charmed. That's how it works, unless you're incredibly special. And oh yes, I was. I was. I was charmed. Clearly, clearly charmed. Mm -hmm. Clearly charmed. Uh, even I'm going to try an insight roll on that one. Yeah. Sure. Oh. Best skill, not my worst. Oh, so good! That's a total of 17. I rolled an 18. Uh, I got a total of 9. Oh, dang. Good for you. A uh, what? I got what a was nine. that, Scott? 9. A 9? Oh, I thought you said 29. I was like, damn! Was just... <laughs> no, this many. This, this, this. 9. 9 fingers. 9, yeah. 9, 9, 9, 9, 9. <laughs> no in German. Vagon. Is that a short um, joke? Yeah, Scott, you, you, she's, seems, she seems a bit dodgy, but you can't really tell. Candace, Brittany understands that this, this woman is clearly lying. She didn't, her story's not straight. She's just telling something to get herself out of trouble with you guys. She's a very poor storyteller. I'm sorry that I can't quite entertain you with my story, but it's true. Every word of it. Um, hmm. Is she wearing anything under the gem-encrusted dress? Yeah, she's wearing normal clothes. It looks like normal commoner's clothes. They just stuffed the dress on her to make her more appealing to the monster. I'm going to take the dress off of her. Uh, she's tied, like, ropes around her middle, so you would have oh. to untie her to get the gem. Like, Never mind. You eh. know what? Let's go ahead and deal with one of our theories to what's going on here. I'm going to pull out Dawnbreak, ignite the blade, and oh. just kind of, like... Boop her with the cross guard and cast mm -hmm. Lester Restoration. Oh, nice. As soon as you do, she just kind of shakes herself. And, oh, I'm so sorry. 
No, I I gave the gem to my uh, to my apprentice to Flink. I I truly did think it was valuable of some kind. I did all gold that was an appropriate amount for the gem, but the, the dwarf refused. I I gave it to Flink, thinking he would keep it safe, and that the you know in, at least in as long as the Dwergar merchant could negotiate with me, but. He ran off with it. I don't know where it is. I swear, I didn't mean to steal it. I turn around to my comrades, like, just arms out. I put my potion of remove curse away. And, and, and in I'll... your head, you can hear Dawnbringer. We have brought light to a dark place. Banished the madness from a dark one's mind. You truly are my wielder. You're dumb straight. By the way, guys, like the sword is starting to beam so brightly, you're all being blinded by it. All right, all right, stop it. There, there, there are in the room. Careful, that could be assault. Yeah. Turn off the lightsaber. You just hear kind of oh, that was anticlimactic. Oh come on, you'll have more fun later. How long have you been unable to tell someone this? Well, I have been feeling rather odd as of late. I could resist most of the time. As soon as I laid hands on the gem, it's as if I couldn't speak the truth at all. I, I didn't even know what the truth was. I could only just talk nonsense, talk lies. The Blackstone. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> what did you appraise it as? I said it was mostly worthless. But what is it? Sort of a lump of gold in exchange for it, which I figured was pretty generous, but that's what keyed him on to me. What? What is the black gem? I don't know. Hmm. Then why didn't you tell him that? Couldn't. Oh. So okay. your apprentice touched it as well? Yes, Flink did. And which means what effect it had on him. Oh. Probably he, under a similar effect. He, he ran off and tried to sell it for components. Idiot. I don't you think know, he's... I wondered why his family name was Thunderbonk. That's probably because most of them were dropped as babies. Oh, sick burn. Yeah. I'm gonna turn to the other two, Dwergar. So, we have a cursed stone. Do we know who of your people was in possession of it trying to get it appraised? Because we need to make sure that it didn't affect him adversely as well. Yeah. It was I, and one of the one of the dwarves, the one who just chained up, is is mine. I'm Krimgul. Krimgul, nice to meet you. I'm Brittany. I came upon the stone when I was traversing the tunnels around Mantle Dareth. I, I should let you know that I, I am a dwarf without honor, a Kalasabrak, and I thought using this gem I could, perhaps purchase my honor back. And at this, you see the chieftain turn to him like. You're no Kalasabrak. You're one of the most dignified ale merchants in the land. He touched the stone that makes him lie about everything, so now it's about that. God, maybe we don't want this stone after all. I think uh, not. Uh, Chief, there's a lot to sort out here, and I understand you've got problems, but right now, you're about to go to war over a random act by a dishonored dwarf. You might want to stop that. He's not yeah. dishonored. Don't speak of him as if he has no honor. Alright, we were just going off the lies he told us. You've got four guys trying to bang down the Sverneblin doors. Send someone to tell him to stop. Yes. 
Alright. I want proof that this stone's effects are real. I mean, You're not just faking this to get us and to cheat us out of a valuable item. Okay. You find the stone. You prove to us that it has negative effects, that it was the thing that caused this. Okay. I just point at his companion. Yeah, I, I, point, at the, the I girl. point at the merchant. Okay, the, 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 the Svernethlum? You, you can obviously doubt that. Your honorable friend here? I turn towards the merchant. I'm sorry, what did you say you were? A Colossobrock. How tall are you? About four feet. Four foot six. How tall is he, actually? He's about four foot six. Okay. Declan, would you mind touching this fine gentleman with your sword? Or is that well, I can only do that once. Of course. I've got this, and I hold up one of my remove curse potions. Mm-hmm. Please drink this. This is a remove curse potion. If you would like to inspect it, you may. I'll show the, the chief. He'll uncork it, sniff it, pass it to him. He takes it, drinks it. What did you say you were <laughs> again? I'm, I'm Krimgul Musgard, a nail merchant, and a dwarf of honor smashes the vial against his I chest. I look at the chief. Point over, it's like, please stop the assault. At least pause the assault. All right, fine. Thank you. You must find this gem. You must remove it from whoever has it. It really is cursed that powerfully. Who knows what kind of spells or magic you could weave with it. Sure. That seems like an absolutely fair thing to ask. Yes. I can definitely dispose of it properly. We will see to it that it does not darken your doorstep again. Mm. Alright. I'll send a messenger to the guards assaulting the door. Thank you. Wait, what about her? No point. He kind of comes over, takes out his short sword, slashes the ropes off of her, falls with the dress, takes it off. This is ours. Throws it into the pile of goods. Escort her out of here. Yeah, that's that's um, fair. Let's get going. Walk her out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. I didn't. I didn't think I was walking out of the hive, or with my mind in its proper state. Uh, we should probably take you straight to your uh, apprentice. Yeah. That's probably a good idea at this point, because your apprentice is the only way we're going to have of finding anything else. He was mm-hmm. looking for you, so. Very worried. As you walk out, you hear a screeching sound. And as you look in the marketplace, there's a loud crashing and you see a large stone-winged creature flinging booths aside as Uh it pursues Flink the Apprentice. There it is. There's there's still six gargoyles at the Drow Embassy. Yep. We found our seventh, finally. Flink, come here. He just like, well, you'd have to shout for him to hear like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. He like turns and <laughs> runs towards you as this gargoyle just overturns things. Give it back! I am Tossing going things. to cast fly on myself and I'm a go scoop up flank. Okay. So you just take off, zooming towards them. Now, deep gnomes like 
are, are built a little like dwarves. They're heftier than they look. So even though Flink is a small guy, you're still like, who? <laughs> as soon as you pick him up. Didn't think it was going to be easy. Just had to get here first. Mm-hmm. What is your flying speed with Flink? 60. Okay, yeah. So you're, you managed to outpace the gargoyle way back. But it looks like it's coming for a fight. So as you guys regroup, you can roll initiative. Uh-huh. That's not the number I wanted to see. Declan, what's your initiative? Seven. <laughs> Eric, what's your initiative? Five. Ooh. Brittany, what's your initiative? Eighteen. <laughs> it's so not what I usually roll. Usually I'm, I'm down at the bottom. Eric's carrying a rock. I have no excuse. <laughs> your excuse is that you're Declan. <laughs> Your name is your excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you roll so low, Declan? Why'd you miss, Declan? <laughs> Why are you covered in yogurt, Declan? <laughs> Bring dishonor to us. <laughs> dishonor to us all. Honor to us all. Pretty sure that was the wrong key, but I don't care. Yeah. Eh. It worked. It did. I just made sure I had the notes right. Key doesn't matter if no one else is playing music. That's fair. It was closer than my key. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for this episode of Mirth, Sin, and Fire. Our cast is Scott as Eric Severin, Walker as Declan Quinn, and Candace as Brittany. I'm Nick, your DM, signing off until next time. Thank you. No, like, thank you. Okay, stop. Thanks. So I'm super glad that you liked that episode, but there's one more thing you have to do. Go to thelayeraction.com and check out more of our stuff. Thelayeraction.com, got it? Okay, bye.